to episode 101 of the Academically Knowledgeable Podcast, season 5, episode 7, if you will. I'm Andy, joined across town by Andrew. Hello. You guys smell that in the air? Yeah, no. what's that it's, smell? It's the smell of oh, shit. Of of inept offenses. Yes. With a twinge of uh-huh. punting okay. on fourth and one inside your own forty. Yes. So it's you're saying very, the Big Ten's it's back? It's a very distinct <laughs> smell. It's clearly got a Big Ten musk to it. It wasn't the last thing that I couldn't like not be able to dis- be able to tell if it's like SEC West or Big Ten. <laughs> Mm. Ah, mm. the smell of Harbaugh or ACC underachieving once again is in the air. Another Big Ten season has arrived. Ah, uh, uh, yes, yes. The smell of Skyline is in the air. <laughs> Cinnamon uh, and chocolate and boiled meat makes me want to throw up. <laughs> so anyway, mm-hmm. that was Andrew. We're joined uh, also by Tom. Hey guys, uh, how did your sleepover go on Saturday? It, was hey, nice. it wasn't quite a sleepover. We it made a fort uh-huh. with pillows. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I played with his sad dog. Yeah, he's so sad. I know. Did you see him staring at the at the wall in that one photo? <laughs> you, well, you know things are bad when he'd rather stare at the wall than at Andrew. <laughs> he's just a, he's just a dope. He can't help it. <laughs> kind of like his owner. Yeah, he's just a dope. All right, we're also joined by uh, Mike. He's not talking. Cool. Oh, God. What's happening? Jeez. Jeez. Is that the radio call? That's a great radio call, man. That sounded, cool. that sounded like someone was reenacting a radio call, and they already knew it was going to happen. So we're joined by the radio here, and yeah. uh, we'll see if Mike shows up. Yeah. I don't even need to be here. That's good enough. All right, cool. Well, let's talk. Let's start out by talking about the polls. Yes. Um, so we'll talk about the uh, AP which, and the coaches poll that don't matter. But which, uh, I, which, at, you know, we don't have any like sponsorship money, but I definitely heard mm-hmm. uh, the shutdown podcast use our turn. They sure the, did, and I, I was kind of like, this is yeah, I was, Andrew, they, this they is said Andy's fault for not trademarking it. God, my fault. Yeah. <sighs> Man, what? I do most everything for this. Right, you, so we would somebody expect else needs you to, to step up. Step we up. expect you to do all of them. Yeah. But somebody else needs to step up. That's uh, all I'm saying. Well, Andrew's got his niche it, it of the could... pickums. I'm more than willing to let the coin do it. Uh, the, well, we could blame the coin. All right, let's, t- let's talk about the AP poll. Not a lot of change, it turns out. Uh, there's going to be some change this next week because we got new blood joining the waters, so to fresh speak. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. Fresh meat. Yeah, look, we look got at that, uh, y'all. Notre Dame's top three. That'll be a good resume that. builder for Clemson. Yeah, yeah. They they had uh, quite the confidence boost this last week. We'll we'll get to that. <laughs> uh, Clemson, uh, Alabama, Notre Dame, Georgia, Ohio State. You guys yeah. did it. We're here. Uh, Oklahoma State, Texas A and M, Penn State. You guys did it too. Look at y'all undefeated. Cincinnati and Florida. Uh, and then in the coaches poll, we got Clemson, Alabama, Notre Dame, Georgia, Ohio State again. Look yeah, at y'all. We're on the twice. The uh, that's poll? the coaches poll. Okay. Same thing. <laughs> Different poll, same spot. Oklahoma State, uh, Penn State, Florida, Texas A and M, and Cincinnati. Guys, so they kind of. Why is BYU things. so disrespected? Why is Alabama? Because the 
because of who they play, I guess. I don't know. Alabama Wait, has or... two top ten wins right now. Who's the other one? A&M's not a top ten. A&M's not a top ten team. They are. On, they're on there right now. That's I, I can point <laughs> at it. It's seven and eight or seven and nine. Mike, right now. Until tell there's me, only six teams tell, play here. Will Texas A&M be in the top twenty-five at the end of the season? Do they count the well, Pac-10 teams or Pac-12 teams? Will they be, in, will they be on a top 25? Uh, they come in will, next week. Poll at this is probably the most pointless like dick measuring contest yeah. ever because we're five weeks in. How many of these Big Ten teams will be on here? When Four. They've only, when they've only played three games and had the rest canceled from COVID. Four. I mean, they've, they're on here already and two. they haven't played any games, so probably a lot. And the only reason they're on here is because they haven't played any games. You'll probably have two at the end of the year. You'll have Ohio State and Penn State will be like number 10 or something. Excuse I mean, me, t- that one of our conferences was being responsible <coughs> and trying to make sure that all the tests mm-hmm, were in line mm-hmm, and we didn't have 31 fucking players getting infected. I think one mm-hmm, conference mm-hmm. thought they were um, more relevant than they are and thought everyone would follow suit when they canceled the season and then they had to backtrack. That's what I think happened. Shots fired. Pew, nope. pew, pew, pew. Just being smart. Uh-huh. Let's talk about the FPI, the only poll that matters. Andrew, give us an update there. We have a new number one team in we the did FPI. It. We did it. The Clemson. You finally knocked off Ohio State. Wow. Tigers. It's good tough for you guys. Since they're not playing, but we did it. Yeah. Then Ohio that, State. That, that doesn't happen very often, Clemson beating Ohio State. No, it was a rare upset. <laughs> it's never happened before, uh, never, actually, right? Never happened. Three Bama, mm-hmm. then yep. four Wisconsin. Interesting. <laughs> five, what? five Georgia. Okay. Six Penn State. Okay. Seven Oregon. I'd love to see this algorithm. Uh, Eight Florida. Now here, okay. you, if you thought it was funnier before, it's about to get way funnier. Uh, okay. Not this one, but we got Texas or uh, USC at nine and then yeah. Texas at 10. That's something. Well, wait, uh, Oklahoma hold, hold at 15th. But, you know, let's look at Texas. I mean, let's LSU just stop was there. at 16th. LSU at 16th. Let's stop at Texas. BYU, they're, they're projecting them with 6.7 wins and 3.6 losses. How many losses do they have so far? Uh, two. Is it two or is it three? Two. Okay. And they so still have to play think... Oklahoma State, Iowa State, and Kansas State. Okay. okay. So they think they're going to lose like one or two more times. Probably two more. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, let's move on to the SP+. Plus. I suppose. But wait, uh, wow, uh, two more things. Uh, well, okay. uh, Clemson, Clemson, and Bama. You guys are shooing 100 percent to win six games. Well, six in, games. In fairness, right. Clemson is at five oh. games right now, and we play Syracuse this week, so I feel pretty. 100 percent. 100 percent. It's too. gonna happen 100 percent. Yeah. Which I feel like you can't have 100 percent this, but whatever. I also said that last week. I remember. How do you get 100 percent? Anything could happen. The season could end. 100 percent is gonna happen. I Guaranteed. Want, I mean, yeah, if they play this weekend, I'm pretty sure. Also, Shanna uh, Claire's 99.8%. I'll throw in, um, this morning I read an article from, I believe the writer is True Marjorie. Is that Marjorie? Is that how you pronounce the name? Don't, I don't know. know. I don't know who okay. you're talking about. Well, sure. Maybe, anyway. He's kind of known. Anyway, he his article is, we should just stop watching college football and boycott it. COVID oh, reasons and all that. And I thought it was stupid until I read this poll, and now I think it makes sense. We should just boycott college football because Texas and Southern Cal and Oregon, top 10 in the FBI. 
I don't. Yeah, no. I don't really care where the computer's yeah. saying. I'm, I'm still going to enjoy. If you wanted to be football. safe, we could have just had a 14 playoff with Clemson, Alabama, Ohio State, and some lame duck, and we would have been fine. Oh, Oregon? You talk about Oregon? Uh, anyone? <laughs> it doesn't really matter. Yeah, lame duck. They're just going to lose. You put Notre Dame in there, I guess. I don't know. Whatever. You put Georgia. Georgia can play hmm. Alabama again, I guess. I don't think Andy wants to play Wait, Alabama oh, again. Oh, but there, there's I do. Wait. Notre I do, Dame. but we'll probably get our chance outside of the playoff. Notre Dame's got 100% winning for six wins. Yep. All right, let, let's move along. So SP+, uh, we got Ohio State, uh, Clemson, Alabama, Georgia, Penn State, Wisconsin, Notre Dame, Florida, Oklahoma, and North Carolina. I don't Clemson know and Alabama so high in all these polls. Clemson and Alabama are tied what? at two. Now... Clemson is number three in offense and number four in defense. Alabama is number one in offense and number 21 in defense. So I don't know what kind of Clemson like... hasn't played anybody. Yeah, but isn't this adjusted for opponents? Who the um, hell So I don't know like what Bill C's like SEC modifier is, but it if must be weighted if, pretty heavily. If it's adjusted for opponents, yeah. uh, playing... Andy told me it's adjusted for opponents. You'd have to ask him. Then I have to imagine I mean, that... Defense sure. for Alabama is probably a little bit better simply because they played, like, what, three top 25 offenses? I know I know. Mm-hmm. Georgia, Texas A&M, and Ole Miss. Ole Miss is, like, in the top five. I don't know if they're on this. But... If you kept scrolling long enough, you'd find them. Yeah. yeah. Let it be noted that there's only 30 teams playing, so top 25 is not impressive. Mm. Not yet. Mm. Okay, there you heard it. All right, let's talk about last week's games. Speaking of which, did we not want to talk about the fact that the Chanticleers are ranked? Clears, EP, clears, and, clears, and, clears. And coaches poll? Yeah, they're uh, 4-0. Or 4 no, and uh, 25 in the AP I and will, 24 in the coaches you, poll. Rank the clears. You cannot get me on this Coastal Carolina bandwagon. Second, rank best, second best team. We don't want South you Carolina. on our Coastal Carolina bandwagon. It's just because you're scared of the clears. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared. Eat my so let's talk about last Wednesday. We had Coastal Carolina was at Louisiana. Speaking Lafayette. of the Devils. Yep. And beautiful. Louisiana was favored Myrtle by Beach. eight, and it closed at seven and a half. And Coastal Carolina, Chanticleers won outright 30 27. Proud of you. Go Clears. Is that outright? Uh, yes, that would well, be it. Well, I mean, yeah. yes. Yep, and Thursday we had uh, Georgia State was at Arky State, who also plays again this Thursday. So I guess Thursdays belong to Arkansas State. Good for them. Um, yep, and they uh, were up against Georgia State, and like I said, and Arkansas State was favored by three at open, closed at four and a half. They won 59-52, so good job, Vegas. Friday we had SMU open as a nine-point favorite, closed at six and a half at Tulane, and SMU won 37-34, so didn't cover, but won. So, good job, I guess. BYU opened as four-point favorite. Closed at uh, 0.5 points, I believe. Unless I did a typo there. Possible. Uh, that was at Houston. And uh, BYU opened up a can and won 43-26. So, yeah. They look pretty good. For your non p team, they're probably the, the one to watch. But uh, they don't really play anybody all year, so they're not going to get a lot of respect. I think, they, I think they're name. pretty good. I mean, I wish like I'd like to see them play yeah. against a real team. Maybe they will in, the, in a New Year's Six Bowl. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, that quarterback's being talked about as a, a first-round pick, so we'll see if that continues. 
Clemson open as a 27-point favorite, still 27. At Georgia Tech, they won 73-7. to Tom, what do you have to say about that? What in the world can you glean from a 73-point, well, it's almost a 73-point win, win, but right. <laughs> dropping 73 points on a conference opponent? Nothing. I just uh, wish he'd scored more than they did on Cumberland years ago to set that record. I, you know, I was hoping we'd go for 100 because we were at, what, 52 at the half? Uh yeah, could have could have done hundred if you want to. You know, um, offense looks really good right now. Defense looks really good right now. I guess Clemson's you know, s- you know, switched into their midseason stop fucking around phase and into the uh, let's take care of business phase. So you had to get um, accelerated this year. Yeah, I think the problem true. is if you scored a hundred, you might actually injure some of your your first and second string guys. Like they may just get tired of running. You might actually injure Dabo's uh, son. All shucks uh, thing. Rest y'all. Yeah. Mantra. I will say we did have the uh, Clemson's puncher, I believe, completed more passes in the second half than Georgia Tech's quarterback. So uh, we definitely mm. was were rotating all our players in. Man, the it. thing is, Georgia Tech started out real well there at the beginning, and then I was just like, oh, okay, no, never mind, never mind. They, they had one big play, and I guess, you know, that pissed off Clemson, and then that, this is what happened. So, um, yeah. Team looks really great. We'll see what happens. You know, like you know, Mike was saying earlier, we haven't really played anyone yet. Although, I mean, we played Miami, but then since we beat them so bad, everyone's like, oh, maybe they're just not good. So now we haven't played anyone again. So I, I'm assuming the same thing will happen when we play Notre Dame. If we beat them by a lot, people will just say they're not good. How, so how, many, play how many points did you beat? How many points did you beat Miami by? Uh, what was it? 42 to 17, I think was the score. Okay. So, so okay. That. Yeah, that's, yeah. I guess Alabama should have done a little bit better. And I will say one of the one of the touch, one of the touchdowns Miami had was that stupid Dabo going for a sixty-one yard field goal at the end of the half that they blocked and returned for a touchdown. So really, they only scored scored ten offensive points. Okay. Anyway, All right, let's talk about. Um, yeah, go ahead. Yep, I think that's enough on a seventy-three-seven game. Let's talk about Kentucky at Tennessee. Oh boy, this one was good. Tennessee was favored by seven at open. It closed at five and a half, and. Um, so Kentucky won outright, thirty-four to seven, and I believe that they. Let's see, did they even have two hundred yards of total offense, Kentucky, in that win? Uh, did, did I either team? Uh, probably not. That, that, this it was. It came up in that other podcast we mentioned. They did blind stats. I, I don't know what you're referring to. Where were the last remaining one? Yeah, they did two mm-hmm. blind stats of two teams that played each other, and like uh-huh. tried to figure out was this like a, a slobber knocker of a game. No, it was this game. It's twenty-four-seven. Yeah, total net yards for uh, Kentucky were two hundred and eighty-eight, and Tennessee had two hundred and seventy-two. I mean, um, yeah. <laughs> where where did the discrepancy come from? It was uh, intercepting. Intercepting. Yeah. Uh, Guarantano, I believe, had two. Was it two or three interceptions? And then yeah, he had a he had a f- fumble and. Um, I was looking for the for the interceptions, and they do not make this easy to find. Okay, two, yeah, and then they put in J.T. Shrout, uh, who had an interception on his first play in the first and only play in the game, and then they put Guarantano back in there, I believe, or maybe they put the third stringer in there. Guarantano Bay. Yeah, and so anyway, so that is uh, that, that's interesting. And uh, so Kentucky's basically taking that route of just letting you hit yourself in the face, I guess. And then they they don't really need a lot of points because they have pretty good defense, and they can just kind of hold you there, let you let you squirm and wear yourself out. 
All right. So uh, Tennessee responded by firing their uh, their defensive line coach that they hired in the off season. So they fired him after this game. Oh, it was a good sign. Yep, things are going well, and then they play Alabama this week. So we'll talk about that soon. Hey, at least it's at home. Yeah. So uh, all uh, good. Neyland Stadium. Uh, all right. So and people get to be you know further seated apart than rather than like in each other's laps. Yeah, the uh, seats are really close there from what I hear. Um, yeah. Pittsburgh was at Miami, opened as 11-point favorite, closed at 10. They won 31-19. Good job, Vegas. Yay. Louisville was at Notre Dame, uh, opened as a 14-point favorite, closed at 16, 16.5. And uh, Notre Dame uh, put up an old-school SEC score of 12-7 to win over Louisville, so... If you ever have a game that's like win your clunkers, I, I guess this is it. If you want to, had a chance. I mean, if you add twelve to seven, Louisville. that's almost the same amount as the point spread. I mean, yeah, Louisville was up seven to six in the third quarter. Man, this well, game they were, they were driving, they were driving down the field. Then their quarterback got like, a, okay, what? And I, I need somebody to answer a question for me. Okay. So did Notre Dame not score a touchdown in this game, and those were they only went field for, goals? No, they went, so they had two field okay. goals, and then they scored a touchdown and tried to get a two-point conversion to go up by seven, and they oh. didn't get it. But Louisville was driving okay. towards like maybe six minutes left, and their quarterback got like cramps in his arm, and he couldn't and he couldn't get him out, so he was out for cramps like, in his arm. Okay. Yeah, huh. and then, like, he, then then his hand started cramping, and they kept cutting him on the sideline, and he couldn't even close his hand; his hand was just open. <laughs> he was like trying to close it, and he couldn't. Give him some pickle juice. It, <laughs> okay, so it's just cramps. He didn't have like the weird nerve thing like the Colt McCoy years ago, right? No, they were trying the to reverse. get the cramps to stop. I guess his huh. muscles. He came were... back in. Give him some potassium, or whatever. That's gonna be painful. Right. That kind of that kind of cramp. I've had some pretty pretty crazy cramps. They they, they can really suck. Uh, I mean, near the end of the game, when you see people's hamstrings cramping up, like that shit's real. Yeah, Ugh. and it sucks. Get like, like a, a whole, a Charlie a whole horse in your leg calf. Whole is leg. In a, oh, like, yeah, yeah, like a whole leg is done. It's, it's, it's like nope. Like you just can't even move. It's so cramped up. Yeah, Man, this shit's real. Um. Anyway, so Notre Dame. Yeah, I don't. Oh, twelve seven. I I have nothing to say about that game. Um, they're gonna get dumpstered sooner or later. So national media can stop talking about them again. Uh, until next year. Duke. Uh, was at NC State. Um, NC State opened as a five-point favorite, close to three and a half. They won thirty-one to twenty. So, congrats, I guess. LSU and Florida was postponed. And uh-huh. let's see here. UCF opened as three-point favorite, closed to three. And Memphis uh, ended up winning outright, fifty to forty-nine. That was a fun game. The end of it was uh, pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. And then the UCF uh, didn't UCF miss a field goal at the end? And then the kicker and the quarterback were getting ready to get in a fight. You, that was UCF? Yeah, that was UCF. Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. 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 I watched a lot of football over the weekend. I was trying to remember which one that this was. was. I don't remember the Okay. Wait. I remember like, yeah. I, I, I caught a video with like a minute left and I was like, I, I think I stopped paying Well, like, this kicker, was the weekend for fights. The yeah. quarterback came over and was like yelling at the kicker and the kicker like started to go after him. They had to separate him. What's the Central Florida's quarterback? Is it right or... Uh, How about you go yell at your defense for giving up 50 fucking points? Exactly. There's that. How long yep. was the field goal that he missed? Uh, I think it was a chip shot. That's the problem. Oh, 
I don't know how long it was. College kickers. Their head cases, man. Yep. Um, all right, so let's see. Texas A&M opened as a six and a half point favorite, closed at six and a half. At Mississippi State, they won twenty eight fourteen. I think they are continuing to run the cover three. Uh, it was forty yards. Everyone's zone. Yeah, I saw that. Like people were posting what Texas A&M was doing on defense, which really wasn't anything special. And they were getting to the Mississippi State quarterback like constantly. Like that line does not know what the fuck they're doing. You know what's interesting? Like everyone has adopted this cover three, uh, drop eight, rush three uh, scheme against Mississippi State, and in three weeks, uh, Leach has not figured out a way to just hey, let's run plays that beat cover three. It's yeah. not that he hasn't figured out a way. He it's won't. just that he's stubborn. Well, he's not. I mean, there there are ways. It's yeah, I know. There's run the ball. There are ways. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he's he's like. What was I don't know the the movie name. I was it Tin Cup? Just I'm going to hit this. I don't care. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, that's I'm, making, I'm making random movie references. I'm sorry. That's fine. Obscure was that 90s or 2000s? I forget. Uh, that was 90s. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was the 90s. Had to be right. Yeah. Back when yeah. Kevin Costner was, I guess, like uh, a quantity. Waterworld. God, awful. All movie. right. Dennis. <laughs> North Carolina opened as eight point favorite, closed at twelve oh, at Florida State, and uh, oh boy, North Carolina, what what are you doing? I think they, this is this is going on at the same time or the first half of, of the game of the week, and it sounded interesting. What was going so. on with this game? It's thirty one to twenty eight. Florida State won. They were up at one point. Was it three touchdowns or more? So yeah, they were twenty one like, or twenty eight. They were up. It might have been thirty-one to like seven or something stupid like that, and they came storming back. Florida State just stopped scoring, or or did they really actually score? Was it defensive touchdowns, or? Well, as a lifelong UNC fan, I can tell you, I watched zero snaps of this game. Yeah, Uh, (laughs) shame. Full dust. Yeah. Uh, so UNC. Um, I guess Max not returned yet. I guess that joke sounded better in my head. Uh, Oklahoma State <laughs> was a seven-point favorite. Open it closed at six at Baylor, and uh, that got postponed. So never mind. Uh, we had the game of the week was uh, Georgia Alabama. Open was a five-point favorite and closed at five as of recording. Anyway, uh, Alabama won forty-one twenty-four. And uh, Mike, I, you have a good question. Uh, I'll, I'll post this out. Uh, Tom mentioned earlier about uh, Clemson. I actually put in like the punter against Georgia Tech, and then. Do a couple passes, and it made me think. He was two of three, sixty-six percent. Way to go! Yeah, man. yeah. I, I, I know there's not really a, you know three pass attempts versus forty for uh, Stetson Bennett the fourth, uh, but I kind of wondered. Now I'll throw it to you all. Um, who had the better quarterback rating, that punter or Stetson Bennett? Uh, well, the punter did because he just told us he was two of three. Yes, that's quarterback rating. With no interceptions. No interceptions. The punter, uh, 103, 103 quarterback rating. Stetson Bennett, 102. Oh, close, though. Close. All right. Mailed cool. it. Anyway, I, was, I, I wanted to talk about that earlier, but I was holding off, I guess. Cool. All right, so um, I would say that uh, my little Oh, go ahead and talk about game. the penalties. You, you know you want to talk about the penalties. 
Well, just let, let me talk about what I want to get through, and we won't spend an hour on this thing. So I would say that the quarterback play was a tale of two, high, two halves. Uh, Georgia went into the uh, halftime 24-20 to 20 up on Alabama. Uh, Bennett looked pretty good in the half. He uh, he had an interception really early in that game. Um, let's see, it was tipped. Alabama defensive lineman tipped it, and then another guy caught it. Um, and then, but, you know, was able to to do some good stuff. They were, like I said, they were up 24 to 20. Um, and there, there were some shitty calls that Alabama was the beneficiary of like a defensive pass interference. Oh, uh, nope. on well, third. that, yes. Uh, you talk about the end zone. That's on. Yeah, that one was bad. And there was a push off of, uh, Devonte Smith on the sideline that wasn't called either. Those were the only ones that I would really say that, uh, that were missed. I don't think that it determined the okay, everything uh, in the game. Push off on Devonta Smith. That's a different one that you haven't mentioned. Which one is this? Wait. You, you've mentioned in the past the ninety yard. That was Jalen Water. Yes. No, the Devonta Smith. I think was on the it was on the far sideline, and you see the the our defensive back just fall down. But Maybe there was a bit of a push off there. Uh, there were a few uh, Alabama fans in the Discord that were saying it looked like a push off to them. His hand, so. was, his hand was on his shoulder. His hand was he's on his shoulder, under, under and he shoulder. falls down. He, he and trips. He trips on himself. I, I showed yeah, you. I, I showed you just slow down video of it. It's I that's don't him. Think that's, so. that's, that's that's the defensive back ball, and it's also not the hunt this Let, Let's just say ball. it this way: if the if the roles were reversed, uh, I think that we would have gotten a flag for that for a push off, and uh, so. I don't think that it was everything, but in a game like this, uh, when you don't get some calls, it, it doesn't help. Um, the The bigger thing was that Bennett is too damn short, and um, all five foot he, four of him. I mean, he's listed at five eleven. I think uh-huh. he's five ten actually. Maybe. Maybe. I wonder if that is going to be a problem for Kyler Murray. I don't know. Well, uh, and part of that is that if they're going to stick with him as the quarterback, which we'll see about that. Uh, they they probably need to roll him out of the pocket more. Um, well, you can't stay in there like that. You, and you they, saw they were him. tipping so many balls. Yeah, you saw him after <laughs> you saw him after they were tipping <laughs> his balls a lot. To uh, <laughs> he started to uh, he started to arc the ball, but then like he didn't know how to really do that because he wasn't. It seemed like probably not used to doing that, so he was overshooting a lot of guys. Well, he and that that was one of his interceptions. I think he overshot Jermaine Burton a little bit. It was a little high. Tips off his fingers, and then uh, um, I think a safety for Bama catches it and runs it back I mean, from he, their end zone like 40 yards. He played like I think what you'd expect, a basically a first-year starter uh, who's kind of a walk-on to play. I mean, he, he aside from his height, <laughs> I think he, which is which is uh, something that we can't really say aside from because he, he is short. Uh, so we'll we'll see what happens. I um my my final thing on on Bennett is that like we we can't win a championship with him. I don't think. Uh, Mathis will be able to possibly. I mean theoretically, I think he's more talented. I don't know if he's ready. Uh, Dan- J T Daniels was apparently third string in practice last week and just got the brace off then. So I don't even know if he's physically ready for it. But um, I think that they're probably taking a fresh look at that with Georgia off this week. So we'll I see. I mean, outside of the Bennett height thing, he missed a lot of really open guys. 
Oh yeah, he did, and that's another thing, and you can't blame his height for that. There was that uh, one uh, where the running back the came out of the flat, and he was like, it was like at the thirty-yard line. It was a clear touchdown if he just saw him, and I think he forced it over to the left side of the field. Yeah. I don't know if that one got. No, he or locked not. in on guys. But he there was a lot of dudes he who were like, no one was in thirty yards of them. Yeah, I know. Yeah, there, I th- I there think, were some things he missed. I think the literally the that first interception, the little tip pass, the running back was open on the left. But he threw it to the Could middle, and, and it got tipped the line. He likes the middle of the field. Yeah, the charts could have shown you that before the game. And I mean, Alabama you, knew if, that, so if, they, they had their middle linemen just get their line, their hands up every time. I mean, if you look at the chart against uh, Ole Miss, that middle was wide open all the time. And but, to be but, fair, but, but it so was, was open a lot of the times yeah. in the Alabama game. Uh, yeah. There was a lot of stuff that was open. He and, was just missing. And, and a lot because of them. y'all went out there with the short quarterback, and maybe we had our hands up a little bit more than we had been doing. Get some tips. That's today. Uh, this that game was the first game I think this year I've seen any batted balls from the defense. Well, they weren't really getting to him that much, but they were getting their hands no, up, not been getting, which was important. We've got very little pass rush this year. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we talked. So anyway, is Mac Jones talk, short? How tall is Mac Jones? He's like six, six one or four. two, probably. Uh, I, I, don't know. Know. I don't know. No one sure. has any idea. All right. I, no, I think he's, he's nine feet. foot seven. <laughs> he might be. <laughs> He's over six feet. All right, so let's talk about, uh, real quick, the first half of the game. Bennett was 12 for 20 for 165 yards, two TDs, one interception and a sack. Jones was 13 for 17 for 184 yards, two touchdowns, one interception, two sacks. Okay, and then the after halftime, oh, wait, uh, on, last 30 minutes of the game. Yes? I, I think, you know, we talked about in the podcast that we recorded, the emergency podcast that we recorded on Saturday. <laughs> I haven't even posted it yet, but that, go ahead. Uh, yes. <laughs> I forgot that, about it until today. <laughs> that Georgia, if you watch that game, Georgia was really controlling the line, the lines. I think on offense oh, yeah. and defense, that entire first half, they were pushing Bam around. They were giving Bennett you know, time. You, they were getting to Mac. You know what the funny thing is? I feel like if this had been like any other uh, Georgia offense from like the last three or four years, they probably would have won. Just because they would have. Well, I was the actually about to get there. It. Like the one it's year prob- they decided to go to air true. raid, they lost. <laughs> I was actually about to get there. So the passing stats last 30 minutes. Bennett was 6 for 20 for 104 yards, two interceptions and a sack. And Jones was obviously 9 for 13 for 206 yards, two touchdowns and a sack. Georgia threw the ball 40 times this game. So if you want to say Georgia's running the same offense as before, that is most definitely not the case. If anything, averaging 5.7 yards per carry, we should have run it more. Uh, I would say that. Um, that said, I think that what happened was things kind of spiraled, uh, quickly in the second half when he threw that interception and they got a touchdown. Um, then they kind of came out and there was one drive. It was the Burton interception. It was first down. They throw it, uh, uh, or he throws it out of bounds first down, second down. He, uh, it's incomplete third down was it was third and 10 and he throws that pass to Burton. It tips off his hands and is is an interception. Um, So that's just three in a row. And the problem was that the, you know, this is what happens when you pass too much. Uh, The offense was going out there and not taking a lot of time off the clock. And the defense started to get tired in the second half because they were out there more. So that that wasn't like the the first three plays of a drive. They actually, that no, they, right, they drove down quite a bit. Yeah. That was right after, like, uh, I think it was like a, a wheel, wheel route by Matt Burton on the, I would say, like, the bottom, bottom hand of the Man. screen going left. And he was wide uh, open. 
Burton's really good. Yeah, I mean, for is. a true freshman, he's he uh, he's clearly like the third guy, second or third guy at this point. And I don't know. I mean, I don't really have a lot of faith in the Alabama defense. Uh, he was the only person to me that was doing anything except for the running backs. I don't remember Pickens hardly at all. And who, yeah, I, well, I, they I, were, I don't know who your number two is if it's not Burton. Uh, Kiaris Jackson was probably our number one, and they did a pretty good job covering him the whole game. So he only had a couple catches, I think, and Pickens had a couple. It was mostly Burton and uh, tight ends, and actually it was probably James Cook because he had the 83-yard yeah. uh, wheel route touchdown. Um, so, which was which was good. I don't know if I had this uh, if I had this to do over again, which hopefully we do in December. I think that they're gonna probably learn from some of the things that happened this time on offense and defense. And uh, I still think that Dwan Mathis is probably the guy by the end of the year. And I've been saying that since the beginning. I, I still think it's it's him. I just don't think he was ready. I, this would not have been the game to throw him in there and see what he does. Like, no, nah, he's he's not ready for that. Uh, I'll add, just for the second half, did get the uh, other starting safety back after a, a, a suspension from the Ole Miss game targeting. Uh, he came back in uh, to fill in Daniel Wright's spot, who got benched. So they left in the other safety, who was filling first half four battle. And so those two safeties maybe helped. I mean, of course, it may be throwing all the times and then short quarterback and all that. But you know, from my vantage point... That might have helped, and just getting Daniel Wright off the field, and and that left only just one liability, and Dylan Moses. Yeah, yeah, Dylan, Dylan Moses did not have a great game. Though Saban says, "Oh, I had a good game," but Saban. I think Georgia really... picked on him quite a few times yeah. in that game. Yeah. Um, which I mean, that kind of happened with our linebackers. Uh, Sark called a good game. He was able to target our. Uh, put our linebackers in, in conflict. And uh, yeah, when you get uh, an inside linebacker lined up on Jalen Waddle, not a great, uh, not a great situation. Uh, I, I posted a video uh, showing that Sark literally saw the very first play of the game, which was bad from my, from my point of view, it was the interception. But it's noticed the corner blitz that y'all uh, use from that form against the formation that Alabama threw out there. So the very next drive, we had the exact same formation, but like flip, because we were closer to the other boundary, and realized that, that you were going to corner blitz on that same side, leaving the safety one-on-one with uh, Mechie, who they immediately hit for like a 40- or 50-yard touchdown pass. I was like, well, that's pretty good for Sark. Uh, instead of like waiting to the end of the game after like setting up the opponent with you know, a bunch bunch of plays and then changing it all of a sudden. Do it in, like, mm-hmm. the very next drive is, is was key at seven points. Yeah, he called a good game. For sure. Uh, do, you, do you have anything else on, on that before we move on to our turd of the week? Uh, I'll throw in, uh, since I'd like to talk about the penalties, uh, Georgia had two horse collars that didn't call for, including the opening kickoff. And also, the defensive back did try to body slam Devontae Smith after he caught a pass, which should have been a personal foul. None of them were called. Okay. But I wouldn't normally, you know, blame the rest for that. Okay. Cool. 
So what we can talk about are the ones that did happen, and that's what I was talking about. So, yeah. Well, I mean, you talked about some... All right, so let's talk about the turn of the week. Auburn was a three-point favorite open. It closed at three, and that was at South Carolina. South Carolina uh, beat Auburn uh, 30-22, and there was a – I forget what happened with Bo Nix on the sideline. It was with uh, Seth Bo Williams, I think. Nicks. Did they actually, like, fight each other or shove in? Or, I know Seth Williams was yelling at him. Chad Morris was trying to say something to him, but there were problems on that on that sideline. Bo Nix can't do – can't do anything. Uh, do we want to point and laugh at this some more, or are we good? I don't know. I don't know anything about it. Uh, All right, cool. I was distra- well, I was distracted by reading the, the political stuff. Okay. Uh, we were talking about the turn of the week. Auburn got beat by South Carolina. Oh, then I was reading something way more interesting. Okay. All right, cool. Well, let's talk about this week. Uh, so Big Ten has entered the chat this week, so they're going to be... Uh, they're going to be playing games, allegedly. Uh, Thursday, we got Arkansas State at Appalachian State. Open as 12-point favorites, 12.5 now at 7.30 on ESPN. Tulsa, we got uh, on Friday, Tulsa at South Carolina. Or South Carolina. <laughs> Tulsa at South Florida at 7.30 on ESPN. All right. Uh, apparently, I didn't get a line for that one. Maybe there wasn't one. I put in a line for everything I could find. Anyway, Illinois at Wisconsin. So, Big Ten stick kicking off on yeah. a uh, Friday. Yeah, uh, Wisconsin's a twenty-point favorite to open. It's still twenty at eight on the Big Ten Network. If you get it, uh, everyone gets the Big Ten Network. Uh, I don't know. I've that's used that's TV, the deal. I assume I get it somewhere. I don't know. Everyone Probably. gets it. Actually, Big Ten Network's actually, like the most distributed TV channel. I actually think I do have the Big mm-hmm. Ten Network. Everyone's got. I don't it. think I've ever so much. That's why they get so much money. Cool. Louisiana Lafayette is at UAB, and UAB open as three-point favorite. It's one now. Uh, that's an eight on CBSSN. You may or may not get that if you have YouTube TV. I think you do get it because I'm pretty sure I get it. Saturday we got Auburn at uh, sorry Auburn open as a six point favorite closed three today at Ole Miss and that is at noon on the SEC network. Okay, we got Florida State. Wait, hold on. Did we do this last week? Or did this? Oh, okay. Never mind. This just seems like a really familiar uh, game. It was Louisville and Notre Dame last week. All right. Florida State at Louisville. Open as a nine-point favorite, and it's five now. So that line's coming down for Louisville. Uh, that's at 12 on FSN. So do we think that Florida State keeps it going this week? I don't know. You should wait so they and have- hold on to that thought. They- oh, oh, it's in the pick I was going to say, did they actually keep up with it last week? Or did it just kind of get yeah. bailed out? Eh. Who can say? Who can say? Not us. Not us. That would re- require research. <laughs> Nebraska uh, is going to be at, at Ohio State. So welcome back to uh, Big Ten play, Nebraska. Uh, you're you're going to be in Columbus. So. Scott, Scott Frost has said he doesn't think it's a coincidence that they have to open at Ohio State. Publicly uh, he said that. And he's a, and they're a 26 point favorite over the Cornhuskers. Uh, it's 23 and a half now. Uh, uh, that's at noon. It's your big nude Saturday on Fox. Well, luckily Nebraska doesn't have a history against being dominated by Ohio State. So, oh wait, we'll see what happens. Wait. I mean, they just named their starting quarterback today, okay. who All again right. is Adrian Martinez. Wait, what? Yeah, he's still there. Uh, yeah. 
How long has that guy been there? I feel like he might be only a junior. Oh, okay. It seems uh, like he's been there like five or six years. He's been there. Yeah, he's a junior. Okay. So I don't know. He was. I mean, he had. He seemed like he had a lot of promise freshman year. Uh, then last year he sucked. So we'll see what happens. I don't know. Ohio State should win this one easily. Hopefully, it'll be weird watching a game with literally no crowd and no band hmm. and no cheerleaders and no Brutus. Hmm. So there's not going to be any crowd there. Uh, they can have the players' families can be there, which they can have a maximum of 1,500 fans, at least at a high stadium. I don't know what the max is the other places, but is that all year or just this month? Uh, that's all year. That is a Big Ten rule. Oh, okay. Weird. All right. Um, they can and, do fake sound though. And Michigan's the one that just today all their students went on lockdown, so things are going well in Big Ten country, I guess. Um, where was I? NC State is at North Carolina, your uh, lifelong program. Uh, UNC <laughs> is open as an 18 point favorite, and it's now 17. That's at noon on ESPN. Do you have anything to say about oh, yeah, your Andrew, favorite are you going to drop all your other favorite teams now that Ohio State's playing again? Uh, I mean, I already dropped Texas Tech because they suck. Uh, okay. I don't know. We'll follow UNC for a bit longer. Who knows? Okay. Tar Heels. Okay. So you're, you're a fair weather, fair weather fan. Okay. That's yeah. It. I mean, I, I only root for top 10 teams, and UNC did not look like a top 10 team last week. So, um, Indeed. How convenient. Indeed, they didn't. I guess that means you're a Penn State fan. Mm. I, well, right. I, I have to have a combination of wanting to root for the team and then being a top 10 team. doesn't mean I automatically root for all top 10 teams. All of them. So you're the Drake of college football. Yeah. I'll curse Just your team. like whoever's. Yeah. All right. Or Kenny Chesney. Do you prefer Kenny Chesney of college football? <laughs> <laughs> all right. Man, Oklahoma yeah, opened as a five-point favorite. Man, he used to be. Every... He was like Drake <laughs> before Drake. He'd was show Drake. up wherever you wanted. He'd show up where, wherever you wanted. Where you show up wherever jersey. you didn't want him. Yeah. <laughs> or that. Kenny, too. get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I guess he loved him though, man. They wanted him everywhere. I don't understand. <laughs> Kenny, what, what the hell are you doing wearing a Chanticleers jersey? Maybe, what the uh, fuck, dude? Maybe I'm not the target demographic <laughs> for uh, College Game Day. Because I do not uh, like him. I don't think anybody does anymore. Um, all right, where, where was I? Okay, uh, Oklahoma. Uh, they opened as five-point favorite. It's now seven at TCU at noon on ABC. Syracuse is at Clemson, opening as a 45-point favorite. It increased to 46, and that's at noon uh, on the ACC I would network. not watch this game. Nope. It's going to be a that, murder. The worst thing that Syracuse can do is give Clemson COVID. That's like pretty much the worst thing that could happen this weekend. Are they going to be able to field a full, like a, well, not a full team, but enough of a team it hasn't to been participate canceled. in this? Now, keep in mind, they had fullbacks playing on the offensive line last week, so this is where we're at. With Syracuse. Uh, and uh, Clemson has a very good defensive line, so things are going to get nasty. Yeah. Yep. That's going to be a, it's gonna be a murder. Um, speaking of that, we got Alabama open as a 20-point favorite. It's uh, now 21 at Tennessee at 330 on CBS. That line is not big enough. Uh, <laughs> it's going to be like, yeah, it's, a, it's really kind of call your shot, honestly. It's like whenever you decide to put your third string in, um, I mean, I don't see how Tennessee scores more than 14 unless it's, like I said, third string. I don't um, know. This was like a, uh, a patented letdown 
week. We'll win by I mean, four. We'll win by fourteen. But yeah. Well, well you I, know who's call, who's calling or coaching the defensive line now? It's Pruitt. So I, I can only I mean, blame himself. Yeah. But you can bl- um, you can blame um Bill Phil former because he's shadow running the team anyway. He's the puppet, uh, puppet master. I guess Pruitt's the puppet. Uh, so that's at 3.30 on CBS, so congrats, Alabama fans. You get to hear Gary and oh, Brad again. Nessler again. Well, again. Brad Nessler is great, but Gary yes. Danielson is in, uh, <sighs> intolerable. As he like slowly morphs into like skinny Vern Lundquist. <laughs> um, anything on that before we continue on, Mike? No, just maybe, maybe, okay. not, maybe, maybe don't watch this game. I, I don't know what unless else you, the you, options are. Unless you hate Tennessee. Um, I don't really care for them, but I don't hate them as much as I do others, but no, I don't really care for them. Um, sure. Baylor is going to be at Texas who opened as a 14 point favorite. That's down to nine. Uh, that's at three 30 oh. on ESPN. Yeah. I don't know why anybody would bet on Texas at this point, but whatever. Iowa state's going to be at Oki light. Uh, that's open as a four point favorite. It's down to three and a half at three 30 on Fox. That might be fun to watch. Maybe. Possibly. Which one's the Gus game? Is that the Big Nude Saturday in, in Columbus, yeah, or is yeah. that the 3.30? Oh, Big Nude okay. Saturday. Is he always Big Nude Saturday? Yeah. If there's a Big oh. Nude Saturday game, Gus is there. I feel okay. like he should have been at the 3.30. Ah! Hmm. Get them ratings. Well, Fox has kind of leaned into, like, we're, we're just going to give 3.30 and 7 to CBS and ESPN, respectively. And we're going to carve out our own niche at noon. So, and they yeah, should have put I mean, Iowa State Oklahoma State at, at noon. Who wants to watch Nebraska at Ohio State besides Andrew? Everyone in Big Ten land. I, I do I mean, not believe that. Regardless, there's, that, game there's get, a, that game will get monster ratings, I bet. Well, it's on... Yeah, it's on network TV and, and it's yeah, Ohio and State, because so. the Big Ten hasn't played yet this year. So yeah, I know. first game I'm sure so they're show, they're showcasing it. Yeah. Yeah. What, what else are the Big Ten fans gonna watch? Fucking nothing. Yeah. <laughs> Minnesota. We, we gonna watch five foot four quarterbacks again? No, we're tired of that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, lost my place a little bit. All right. Notre Dame open as an eight point favorite and it's up to ten and a half at Pittsburgh at three thirty on ABC. Uh, I don't know why you'd watch that. It's on there if you choose to do so. Penn State open as a seven and a half point favorite. It's down to six and a half at Indiana at three thirty on FS1. That seems like a trap game to me, uh, but we'll see. It seems like a really low line. Is Indiana any good this year? Uh, I mean, they they were decent last year. They'll be decent again this year. I mean, they're for Indiana standards, eight wins is good. So I guess yes. So but this year like with uh, State, with only eight games, right? Penn there's a top ten team. Shouldn't they have a higher line? I don't understand. Well, Penn State is missing their two best players. So they're uh, probably their top 10 NFL draft pick, Micah, Micah Parson? Mike? I don't know what his name is. Yeah. That linebacker is opted out. And then there was some things. I don't know if it's been confirmed, but earlier today or yesterday, there was things floating around that uh, Penn State's starting running back is out with like a serious injury. Well, maybe for the year. Okay. So we're just okay. going to not worry about them being ranked this year. That's fine. So. Okay. It just says undisclosed medical injury. Interesting. COVID. COVID. All right. Let's talk about um, this next game. We got Kentucky at Missouri at four on SEC Network. I couldn't find a line on this. Andrew, could you find a line for this? Which game? 
Kentucky and Missouri. I think we use the same site, so I don't know how you would find it, and I couldn't, but who knows? Nope. No line. Yeah. I don't understand that. Is that but, game actually uh, happening? Uh, it's, it's on the schedules on two different places I looked at, so I that's that was where my mind went, but I don't know. Uh. Yep. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Can't find it, can you? No. It's weird. Oh, let me check my actual betting site that I actually put money on. If I were to do that type of thing. Huh. Uh. Where is it? What the hell? Okay, well, I guess it doesn't exist. Yeah, this this one doesn't have it either. It's off the board for some reason. Ah. Uh. All right. Um. So Vegas doesn't know what, what that that game exists apparently. So who knows? Um, that's a four on SEC network. Um, South Carolina is going to be at LSU, who opened as a seven-point favorite. Still seven, at, and that's also at seven on ESPN. Ugh. Lots of sevens there. Um, don't watch that game. Could probably be your turd of the week, but we got more turdy games. We do have more turdy games. You looked out South Carolina and LSU. Yeah. Um, Michigan opened. Speaking of turdy games, Michigan opened as a three-point favorite. It's still three at Minnesota at seven thirty on ABC. So. I mean that line tells you that that game's decent, but I it's it's hard for me to get excited about Michigan and Minnesota. What are you I'm gonna sorry. What are you gonna watch at seven thirty on ABC uh, at, at on any channel? That's the only thing to watch that at that time. That's fair. Well, I mean, I'll, I'm not saying I won't watch the it. The Michigan Minnesota game is gonna be great. Your options okay. are that or South Carolina at LSU, which it's gonna be. I'll a probably great watch game. South Carolina at LSU, but you probably that's just because you want to point and laugh at the TV. Yes. Right? Mainly for South okay. Carolina. Yeah. Do y'all know that the LSU has a chance to win back the belt this weekend? Because I'm pretty sure South Carolina has it. Really? Hmm. Yeah. Well, here, let me tell you why the Michigan-Minnesota game is going to be great. Are we there yet? Okay. Sorry, I, I yes. zoned out for a second. Yes. Uh, yeah. Pay attention. One, this could be the beginning of the end for Harbaugh. Right? Like, if he loses this game, the Harbaugh. whole season just spirals out of control. Okay. Uh, two. Can it, though he can still like win I mean, seven games. Or, wait, how many games are you guys playing? Eight. Why are you even trying? This is so dumb. Eight games. This is so dumb. I'm already plus mad a at ninth. The Big Ten. Plus a ninth one. We have to also play? talk about how if somebody comes down with COVID in the Big Ten, as of right now, unless they change their policies, you have to stay yeah. out for 21 days, and our, that's contact tracing too. Our coaches don't get to selfishly uh, use up all of the limited supply of tests to try and true prove that they don't have COVID. <laughs> in, fair, so, day. in fairness, how many people in the state of Alabama even believe that COVID is real? <laughs> <laughs> now they definitely don't. <laughs> true. They had Saban had a chance to make things right. And you guys said, they guys said, look, it's real. You can guys got to be can careful. You imagine talking and to now an it's all fan. fake news. Right, right. Can you imagine talking to an Alabama fan about COVID being real? Because the first thing they're going to say is, uh, Trump recovered in like two days, and then Saban recovered in three days. I don't think it's real. <laughs> I mean, you're mm. not wrong. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're just an asshole. All right. So I'm just kidding. That's Big Lebowski, right? Or whatever. Yeah. All right. So where were we? Okay, yeah, this is. I'm calling this our nightcap game because we don't have Pac-12 after dark yet. We got Texas State at BYU, so you can keep watching. Mormons BYU after play. dark. I mean, this is Mormons after dark. It's close. It's close. Holy underwear after dark. 
Um, <laughs> BYU is the 29.5 point favorite, uh, and that's at 10.15 p.m. Eastern on ESPN. So, I mean, that that's pretty damn late. Uh, yeah, our game of the week was actually the one, the one that I was shit-talking a second ago. That was Michigan and Minnesota at 7.30 on ABC. So, there you have it. Um, I had to clean up some stuff that'll make my putting the scores in next week a little easier. So what do we want to? What else do we want to say about our Michigan and Minnesota game? Are we are we there yet? I mean, uh, well, can we, we begin the we end? That, we could be rowing okay. the boat yes. to another. What'd they go? Eleven and two, or, or milk steaks? Well, yeah, we I mean, could they be doing some milk steaks. Unfortunately, no. You mm-hmm. don't know. Maybe maybe they will. Maybe. Who knows? How do you know? What? Are, yeah. What do the cards hold? Who knows? They're gonna play bonus games. Yeah, they're gonna row that boat and keep rowing until they find some more teams to play. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know. That'll be a good game. It'll be uh, interesting to see what this will be. The first year, I think, that Harbaugh actually has a quarterback starting that he recruited. And that who is their quarterback? Wasn't there, and then wasn't there when he came, or didn't transfer in like Shay did. Um. Michigan's quarterback has a very Michigan quarterback name. I have to find it. Joe Milton. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, he is he was a four-star. I think he's like a 6'4", 6'5", pocket passer. Okay, that's not, that checks out. Uh, so, we'll see what happens. Um, huh. I don't know. this. Uh, I don't know what to think of this Michigan team this year. I, they're not going to be that great. I'll tell you that right now. I, mean, I don't the, think they're going to they, be. Their hallmark was their defense last year, and they lost most of it. So, wait, is there quarter or is there OC Josh Gaddis? Oh, yes. Interesting. Yes. He was, it's that guy that was at Alabama a year, right? Yes. Okay. No, I don't. He was there last year too. I don't. I think that. I think Harbaugh has too much of an influence for this thing to really evolve all that much offensively. No, that was their that was their excuse last year. It was like, well, it was the first year trying to run the spread. But now they don't have a spread. Uh, they don't have a spread QB, so I don't know. Eat, eat more steak and drink more milk. Ugh. Milk. They always have an excuse of why they they can't just accept that they're just average now. And they've made punting an art. All right, so turn of the week is uh, Kansas at Kansas State, who opened as a nineteen and a half point favorite. Still nineteen and a half. Is that That's for a trophy? It has to be right. It's got to be. It's like college Mister Irrelevant trophy, maybe. Kansas. Kansas State. Although it's mostly Big Ten has trophies for everything. Is Les Miles back yet? Or I don't know. He had COVID, right? So, yeah. probably. Uh, this rivalry is known as the Sunflower Showdown. Okay. The Governor's right. Cup is awarded. Did they... Ex- oh, okay. We also have one of those with Georgia and Georgia Tech, but they haven't had it in a while now. I guess. Um, Alright. It looks like a glass bowl. Cool. There's your turn of the week. So, um, let's see here. We had questions. We had one from, let's see, was he, uh, Iowa State fan? Yes. Um, question for the group on a scale of 1 to 10, with 1 being very appropriate and 10 being very inappropriate. Uh, how appropriate is it to fall asleep in a virtual meeting when you're the only one in the office? Uh, Your clothes are on, right? The question, yes, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> in like two minutes like- or whatever. I don't know. Like, are you? If you're not supposed to be participating, you're not on camera. Like a four. I the you could actually. Here's a great idea for you. All right, Iowa State fan, 
make a video of yourself, okay, in front of that camera, record it, and then make it your background yeah. on uh, on Zoom. And loop it. And then just leave. Yeah. You It'd be like Mission Impossible style, and they won't even realize that you're gone. They've kept to like, redo that video at least It's got to be a long enough loop where they no, won't really like, realize that. Because like, you can't be like deleted. wearing different outfits. So it can't be like for different days. You have to do it we'll just come day. in every day and do, and do a new video and then and, make and, that your background. And I guess the other thing is in your video, do you have like windows, outside windows? Do you need to like, is, will this video work for like three or four hours until the light changes because of the sun? Hmm. You think That's people are going to pay point. that enough attention to that that much? To be safe, well, it's in the office, I mean, so you know, some hmm. places are like built for like exterior lights, and some are just like I fluorescent death traps. But when I join meetings, there's people on. I don't have the I don't even have the people on my screen. I just minimize it. I don't want to look at them. Can they see you? Uh, uh, everything? We is don't video we don't even for use video on ours. We, we don't use do video audio. often. Yeah, we must do audio. When we do do video, I don't even have my screen. I don't. I don't want to see. I don't care. I don't need to see them. It, I'm, everything that I have is video. That's a bummer, man. I don't have if, that if, option. If it's like audio, then you know it's like a two or a three. You know. Huh. But um, if there's, if well, there's video, then uh, you know you're. It, it's gotta okay. be pretty high. I mean, I guess well, the good thing is you're you're in the office, so clothes are on, right? Yeah, I, that's I when hope. I mostly take my clothes off. Oh, is that the office? You keep them on at home? Yeah, I I, I'm not a not you know. I mean, it's yeah. not, well, I'm yeah. not insane, right? Right, 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 right. I guess right. It, it comes down to like how fireable are you for your job? If you're like, if they won't fire you because you're so important, then you know, it's a lower number. Otherwise, it's like an eight or a nine, maybe ten. Okay. If it's uh, if, and this is like a meeting that no one cares about, like it's a meeting for. I mean, the serious so question is, you meeting. probably shouldn't be falling asleep in a on a thing. But well, uh, maybe they have more engaging meetings. Sure. This is on the yep. meeting organizer, and I blame uh-huh. them. All right, we got to move this along because we still got uh, one more question. Then we got pickums, and uh, there's no emails this week. Uh, Sorry, uh, Katie. Katie, you're slipping. You need to send us another email. We need to update. <laughs> I'll let her know. Gotta know how the assembly line's moving. Yeah. <laughs> maybe she's on a different. <laughs> Does she assembly? listen, or you just fill her maybe in? Maybe she's just in a, maybe she's on a different assembly line now. I think he fills her in. <gasps> what? <laughs> in or if you get it? Never mind. <laughs> if you're with me. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we got it. <laughs> okay, I, I got it. I got it. It's nice. sex. <laughs> Question for the podcast from a from a bammer uh no it's or do a, you want to read this it's a bammer uh florida uh nc state uh, nc state okay yeah. mike read us tennessee too right read this with your most southern accent that you can muster please and i'm like i'm crashing right now after i ate a donut about 20 minutes ago and... okay well get, mu- get, harness, okay, harness your southernness make him back up make him back up okay <clears throat> Let's see. <clears throat> Question for the podcast. <laughs> we can all agree that the head coach of any team is ultimately responsible for the performance of that team. And Kirby is the head coach of Georgia, or Georgia, responsible for Georgia's performance and offense. 
<laughs> facets, facets of the game. Then why is Andy incapable of admitting that Kirby is responsible for the state of Georgia's quarterback room? Now turned into Cartman. I was <laughs> going to say, Cartman. I did enjoy that it was a very authentic Southern cadence. To the yeah, it's, it's like it's like I say that emphasis, emphasis, you emphasis. Put the emphasis on the correct syllables. <laughs> so, Andy, what okay. say you? I well, okay. So this stems from our the discussion on our Discord. If you want to invite to our Discord, by the way, you can send us an email to podcast at academicallyineligible.com and I suppose we could shoot you a link. Or tweet to us. Or you could tweet us at. How do they how do they tweet us, Andrew? At academically ineligible. Nope. <laughs> ineligible <laughs> underscore pod. Okay. That one. Yeah, there you go. Oops. And you, you have the username and password for it and you haven't even used it yet. Uh, I gotta set it up. Congrats. Alright, so uh, so the, the answer to this is uh, it is not as simple as saying yes, okay. He he is responsible for the state of the Georgia quarterback room. However, the, the the question is how do we get to this position where a former walk on was it was put up there as a starting quarterback against Alabama, mm-hmm. and how we got here <clears throat> is is more nuanced than just saying well everything's shit he, uh, it's all his fault blah blah blah. So what here, here's what happened. So 2017 mm-hmm. they recruited Jake Fromm, yep. flipped over from Alabama after uh, Kirby Smart went there, right? Yep. They got Jake Fromm, and hey, he you. leads we them got, to we, I think a, we got to a tongue viral for that. So thanks. Sure, sure. I'm just saying that this is this is how we ended up in the present state. So Jacob Eason actually was there year before. Uh, Jacob Eason goes out in his first game and kind of is tackled out of bounds. Wh- whatever, he, his, his knee like go, kind of goes sideways and he is out of the game, out for several weeks. Jake Fromm has to come in and kind of takes over and doesn't really do anything crazy, but he doesn't lose the games for him. He's winning games. Ends up taking him to the Rose Bowl. Uh, beating the uh, you know Baker Mayfield Oklahoma, all that happens. Uh, almost wins in uh, you know in the the second and twenty six games, right? I didn't know that this was the Jack Georgia decade corner. <laughs> I'm okay. I I could probably go a little bit quicker. I'm just saying this is how we end up with Jake Fromm, and then next year we get Justin Fields, and like I said, uh, Jake Fromm took took him to a Rose Bowl, almost won a national championship. Justin Fields does not necessarily like beat him out so they're uh throwing him in there for some duties but um he's not really getting a lot of the offense he ultimately ends up transferring at the end of the year and then the next uh next year they recruited and got into Juan mathis who had a brain cyst last year um and uh like emergency operation was not cleared until the off season uh this year they got stetson bennett back uh he had been there previously and actually played baker mayfield on the scout team and was lighting up our defense on the scout team uh back then um and came back as a three-star recruit uh from a community college and then they also got carson beck who is running our scout team right now as a four-star pro style six six four and a half uh quarterback um who I think is probably going to end up transferring after this year, but we'll see because they got Brock Vandegrift coming in, some five-star dude that's probably going to take the job next year. That is how we ended up where we're at. Also, we were supposed to have Jamie Newman be our starting quarterback, who the offense was designed for about nine months for, and then he left two two weeks before the season started, and then they had to scramble. And uh, uh, Bennett was told three weeks before the season started that he was fourth string, and he was probably not going to play much this year. And so... He got put in there when Mathis was struggling in the first game, and 
we are where we are because JT Daniels was not cleared to play at that time. So that's how we are where we are. True. And is, Let me ask you is Kirby it's, Smart responsible for yes. that? Yes. Is it a little bit more nuanced than saying he fucked everything up? I mean, yes, that's all I'm saying. I don't think it's as nuanced. I think if you, if he, if at some point you gave Justin Fields a job two years ago, you probably, you guys might have two national championships by now. That's fair, but you're not going to pull Jake from when the when he had taken oh, the, won coach. the SEC and won like the Rose Bowl. A, a, a better and, coach, a better coach would. Yeah, did, did uh, Nick Saban pull uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Jalen. Jalen after Jalen took them to the national championship. Yeah. Year well, he shit the bed. He shit yeah. the bed in that game, and he put to it and to change it up. I could, point, I could up, probably but, go and find a couple shit the beds that Fromm did too. I don't know how anyone, how you can watch from and be like, this is a guy that's going to win a national championship. I don't know how at any point in his college career anyone could have looked at him and thought that. No. Regardless, I'm saying that he didn't he didn't really do anything that, that lost did him he? the job. And when they put Fields in, Fields didn't exactly light things on fire. So that's where like, uh, it's awesome. I, like his white supremacy thing came out like two years ago because then you could have <laughs> just dropped him for Jake, uh, Justin Fields. I mean, sure. I would just like to say that Georgia's it also would have been cool if Justin Fields came have, back have, like he wanted have to. Worked out for us in the long run. And it also would have been nice I if mean, Justin Fields came back like he wanted to a week and a half after he was at Ohio State. I mean, Ohio, Justin Fields won as many uh, national championships as, at Ohio State as Jake Fromm won at Georgia, so it's, I don't know about that. I'll okay. add. Uh, okay. I don't know how much. Actually, I, Jake Fromm won more much, playoff games too. I don't know how Ooh. much I would blame. Yeah. Yes. Go. Go ahead, Mike. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're burning each other, and I would. The only thing I would throw in is I don't know if I could blame Kirby for like Fields, because that's more of a university thing. I think if if what you Fields says happened, happened. I mean, he's been back there multiple times. He uh, um, he, and he wanted to come back. His dad told him he needed and, to stick with his decision of leaving. Really, I can't really blame him for like JT Daniels because that's uh, a health thing. And Newman, uh, basically, that's his what he wanted to do. So I don't know. I, ha- I don't know what you, Kirby could do there. The only thing I can think of that you could blame Kirby right now is not continuing to try. Is it Mathis? I know he didn't do good in that first game, but just go right back to the second game. I, has he played any since then? He's played. He played a little bit uh, against yeah. Tennessee at the in the, like the last series or two, uh, so maybe the last like, two series. Uh, a minute or two left, up by twenty points. That's it was like four or five minutes left. But yeah, they they were running out the clock at that point. So that yeah. was one drive. Yeah. Um, no, I think if, that if, if uh, from the if, press conference today, it sounds good, like if, if he's as good as he's supposed to be, or at least somewhat recruited, and he's taller than five foot ten. He's tall. The problem is that Mathis is really raw. He came from Detroit. It's not exactly a, a hotbed of uh, college football, I would say. Yeah, and Michigan. he hadn't really played. Do, uh, if he's on the field, do you take out your running backs? Do they disappear? What? Like, do we leave him on no. the sideline, or what are you saying? I mean, like, I'm sorry. You could just have Mathis and let him ride the running backs, like you would. You're doing with ben, uh, Bennett. Just ride him with ride running backs like you should have done against Alabama. Oh, you're yeah. saying lean on the running game. Yeah. Okay. You know, um, if, yeah, he's, if he's raw, you, you can like work around that and, and still be able to find. I mean, the thing that is that the, the problem is that he just needs reps. Uh, and which is why I think why I thought at the beginning of the season, I still think that Mathis is the guy by the end of the year because he has the highest ceiling. The problem is that his, his floor is really low right now. Um, I mean, you, 
played, so he, he needs played, experience. He played a really poor Auburn and Tennessee team. That's, there's reps to be done in those games. I mean, he struggled against Arkansas, which honestly, until the Alabama game, was probably the toughest team we played. So, and it um, sounds in about right. Arkansas is actually somehow. They've improved quite a bit. Barry Odom has got that defense playing lights out. I mean, I think you, the only blame you can put here on Kirby is for having so many offensive coordinators in a short amount of time. That's like, you gotta stick. Problem. You gotta stick with the style. Like this is our style. This is what we're gonna run because players will come to well, a school because of an offensive coordinator. Because well, be in hindsight, they they probably shouldn't have given James Coley the job last year. And uh, in you know everybody's talking about how. Kirby hasn't changed. I mean, for better or worse, like Todd Munkin and the the guy that we also have pulling strings behind the scenes, like they're both air raid guys. Uh, so, and the the problem is that everything was designed for Jamie Newman, and he got the majority of the reps, and then he left, and now they suddenly have to get all these other guys. Like, I mean, that they were getting some reps, but it's different when he's your guy, and then now you have to re you have to redo the playback the playbook to. Um, and I think that that's kind of what they've been doing every week is trying to suit it more towards Stetson Bennett's game. And the thing is, they've I think Alabama kind of showed other defenses what to do, that they can get their hands up in the middle of the field. So they're going to have to address that going forward for Bennett. Um, anyway. Yeah, that, that could work like Tom Cruise style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like it. All right, let's uh, we did that. Let's talk about pick'ems. <laughs> we did that. Now the next thing. Yes. Uh, yep. All right. First up, we last week we'll go over blah, blah blah. We'll go over last week's picks. Blah blah blah. Uh, we had Auburn USC. We had Auburn as a three and a half point favorite. Andy and Mike both picked picked, picked South Carolina. I think because of their bias against Auburn, but whatever. Yeah, fuck Auburn. Uh, you were right. And so I'm pretty sure that's why I picked USC. And, I don't know. And Tom picked Auburn because of his bias against USC. I had no reason because I actually uh. thought that Auburn would win the game, but mm. uh, USC won the game. Uh, so good job, Mike and Andy. Uh, LSU Florida's next one. It's off the board because that game got canceled because Florida has a million COVID cases. Good job, Florida. Uh, They're up to 50 in quarantine, including coaches right now. Yes, great. Great job, Florida. Sounds like you're protecting the kids. Pack that stadium. Pack it up. Next up was Louisville, Notre Dame with a 17-point Notre Dame favorite. Myself and the coin both said they would not cover. Also, your Lockhart Cole pick was Notre Dame would win by less than seven, and they did. Nailed that one. Go I'm trying to think why we even had this on here with that kind of point spread, but I, oh, I look at man. what we had this week. There's not a lot. Uh, there's that. We'll get Slim Pickens till till we now we got the big and we got the pack coming back, so everything's coming. Man, coming I was up. just looking at this next pick. Damn it. Go ahead. Up next, UNC at Florida State. <laughs> Florida State, or UNC was a 13.5 point favorite. Everyone but me said that UNC would not cover that. In fact, Florida State won that game. I put a little something extra on that game. <laughs> yeah, we I had our, our go our go dog sickum woof woof of the week was <laughs> UNC by twenty one. UNC by at least twenty one points. <laughs> oh, so man. you nailed that one. Sure did. Uh, up next, we had Texas A&M at Mississippi State. Uh, Texas A&M was a six and a half point favorite. We all said it except for the coin that they would cover, and they did. Huh, coin your stupid. And then Bama, Georgia. I was the only person to pick Georgia. I, you know, I thought he was five foot five, not five foot four, in my defense. So, uh uh-huh. There's that. Uh, so everyone this week went some variation of three and two and two and three. So Andy went three and two. Tom went two and three. I went three and two. Mike went three and two. Coin went two and three. Bringing your current season standings to in last place. Mike thirteen and twenty. 
Catching up, Oof. though. Uh, tied for third, myself and Andy at 15 and 18. In second, mm-hmm. Tom at 18 and 15. And in first place, we have the coin at 21 and 12. So that Point brings us to this week's games. Up first, so, we got... Uh, yes? I, I was going to throw in... Uh, I had this, I, I kind of called you to fix the. You had this post a little earlier, and you had a thing wrong the, at Louisville Notre Dame. Uh, yeah. That was just to help the coin out because you had it flipped. So yeah. You also helped just, me out. Just to, just to keep uh, Tom from catch up to. You bet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. First up, we have Florida State at Louisville. Louisville is a five-point favorite. I guess we'll go straight up. Start with Andy. Uh, home team's on the right? Yes. Correct? At Louisville. All right. Uh, just, uh, shit. Louisville. Uh, All right. Tom. Uh, Florida State looked good last week. Louisville doesn't have a defense. Florida State gets two in a row. 12 points. Florida State gets two in a row. Uh, I think this is kind of where Florida State starts turning their season around. I think last week was the kind of the shot they needed. Florida State wins this game. Uh, I I just cannot believe in anything of Florida State. I don't care. Uh, Louisville. And I got the coin. Heads. Damn it, so coin. Louisville. Oh, good. Okay. You can catch up. Up next, we got Iowa State at... Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State is a three and a half point favorite. We'll pick straight up. Start with Mike. Don't know anything about this. Uh, Oklahoma State, I think, is the, they're not undefeated, right? They, they are. are undefeated. They are. So they're the last of the yes. twelve undefeated. Correct. I I think they'll keep that going for at least one more week. Uh, so uh, Oklahoma State. <laughs> Ohio State. Ohio State. Yeah. <laughs> Did you say yeah, Iowa State or Ohio State? Ohio State. <laughs> uh, if this game was at Iowa State, I would pick Iowa State, but since it's not, I'm going to Oki Light. Uh, same. I, I, Be different. I, I, it's tempting. I mean, it's, I have no faith in Iowa State. I, I'm going to go Oki Light. So this is going to be the same as <clears throat> Iowa State's going to win this game. Yeah, Iowa right. State's going to win yeah. by like two touchdowns, probably. Congrats, Iowa Tails. State. Our Iowa State fans. Congrats on your win. Did you say Tails? Yeah. Tails. Oh, Iowa Congrats State. on the no, sex. No, we're good. I mean, the win. We're good. We're good. <laughs> Coin picked Iowa State. Up next, okay. we have Alabama at Tennessee. Alabama's a 21 point favorite. Pick and spread. Andy. Alabama, and I'm actually going to make this the go dog sick on woof woof <laughs> oh, of the week. Oh, no. <laughs> Which is what? You can't just say yes. I'm going to say Alabama by 28 or more. Oh, that's not that's even. Not, that's really not. Yeah, come on. Eight, that's shit. not. Weak there's shit. nothing else on here that I feel Weak strongly shit. about. You could be can't... like Tennessee doesn't score or ten, Tennessee doesn't score at all. Alabama has two uh, oh. not. T- Tennessee fires another assistant coach. <laughs> mm. I'm sticking with that. Okay. Uh, I'm also going with ten, with Alabama. I mean, come on now. Uh, for, I want to say no, but I can't, so I'm gonna say yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm actually am saying no. Uh, it'll be like a 14 or 17. You know, it, they'll they'll shut it down. So no. Heads. 
Okay. So it's a yes. All right. Up next, we have Notre Dame at Pitt. Ugh. Uh, Notre Dame is the 10.5 point favorite. Pitt can spread. Start with Mike. I literally was about to just blurt out yes, but then I remembered on twelve seven. What's up with Notre Dame? I <laughs> What's Man. up with Notre Dame? I don't know. Podcast title. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I I was thinking about making it the Big Ten has entered the chat, but okay. Uh, is Pitt still charging? I don't know. Uh, <laughs> shit. Um, Man, this is not. This should not take you this long. Just pick something, man. No, <laughs> no so okay. Going with, no, because I've said it. I don't know. No, I don't know. Yeah, I've said it three times. So. Uh, I'm gonna say Notre Dame covers ten and a half. Yes. What's up with Notre Dame? I don't know. Uh, I'm gonna say no. I don't think. I think they'll win. I don't think they'll cover. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm gonna say no. I don't have any confidence in Notre Dame covering that after this week when they only scored twelve. If Pitt wins, would this, you know, would this be the super weapon? Pitt? Yeah, this was their final form this, if they win this, this game, the, probably. I mean, they play Clemson yeah. at the end of November. I think they want to save the super weapon. I would like for them to save it. They're going to get end, but... two charges this year. Oh. Maybe this know. is just like a Have they ever partial proved? release of energy, if you will. It, was it one reactor? It's a rogue one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Heads. Heads? Sorry, hold on. Heads is a yes. Okay. Uh, up next, we have South Carolina at LSU. LSU is a seven-point favorite. What are we doing? Are we going to pick as a spread or the straight up here? Uh, I don't know. Tell me, man. I don't know. You're the pick em guy. It's a LSU by seven. Yeah. Hmm. 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 Well, we did the Florida A&M couple weeks ago it was a seven if we do we straight did, up that was a spread okay let's just do straight up we'll just do straight up okay i was gonna say is anybody gonna pick we're south carolina we're start with andy. straight up andy south carolina LSU. wait is it the other way no mike no andy it's andy hello 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 oh my god hello and welcome US, to US, season one of usc at lsu uh, lsu seven point favorite andy straight up who you picking we gotta start over podcast um <laughs> I, I guess if we're doing straight up, then I'm going to, I guess I'll say LSU. Uh, you should have done spread, man. Yeah, I think so too, but fine. Uh, I'm going to take LSU for two reasons. One, I hate South Carolina. Two, mm-hmm. maybe Katie will email us again next week. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. She's, wait. She's an LSU fan? Yeah. Uh, well, because Katie's such a big LSU fan, I'm going to go out here and make this. Your Lockhart Cole pick. Oh, I'm sorry, Katie. That South Carolina Please. wins this game by oh, a touchdown man. or more. Oh, no. Oh, he picked South Carolina. Oh, okay, no. so you're, you're fine, Katie. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, you're good. And I guess since I picked last, and I kind of have kept up with one thing that I don't know if anyone else has mentioned here, uh, Miles Brennan is probably not playing in this game for LSU. That's the quarterback. He has a torn abdominal, abdominal muscle. Uh, so now LSU has to go out there with, I don't know, a true freshman quarterback, uh-huh. and uh-huh. Uh, and uh-huh. no defense. Uh-huh. 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 So yeah, I'm going. I'm going South Carolina. Okay. And the coin. You're just gonna slop around in the mud long enough. That's a must champ game. I got a heads. 
So that's an LSU. All right. And then finally, our game of the week, Michigan at Minnesota. This game actually opened as a Minnesota favorite and moved to a Michigan three-point favorite. I should have been paying attention when you talked about this earlier. So we will pick straight up, starting with Mike. Seriously, I, I should have picked. Uh, this is not a coin flip. I have no feel for this game. Uh, I don't either. My, my gut always tells me they're to bet against Harbaugh. Oh, Same. Minnesota. Harbaugh is, what was the, I think he's one in five against ranked teams on the road. Something like that. Were there the favorites? I don't know, something like that. Uh, but I think that they're going to win this game because I think Minnesota lost a lot last year. Um, but the game will be close. Michigan wins it in a squeaker. Uh, the, the difference, just so you guys know, in SP plus between the two teams is Minnesota by 14.3 rating and Michigan is 14.0. So there's like 0.3 points of difference between the two. Uh, I'm still going to go with Minnesota. Cause again, I don't trust Oof. Harbaugh in, uh, in any, yeah, any I big don't games. Trust, I don't trust, uh, wow. Our, our Ohio state fans can be the only one picking pick Michigan. Wow. I'm going to pick Minnesota. He's trying to jinx them. Maybe yeah. it is a reverse yeah. jinx. I would prefer that. Locked it up. I would prefer that Minnesota or Michigan wins every single game until they get to us every single year. So he can break their hearts. Yeah, it's much funner that way. Uh, get hits. That's fair. Hits. That's fair, but hits. I don't ever root for my oh. opponent. I'm rooting for my rivals. That's Minnesota. So there's your pick'em for the week. There it is. There's no emails, but if you choose to do so, or if you want an invite to our. Um, to our discord send us one to podcast academically com, or if your name is katie uh send us an email uh, about <laughs> how the assembly line's working out for you so far if you want to talk about the um, lsu usc game you are free to talk yeah. about it as well um yeah yes. but the assembly line is fine too whatever works for you yeah send us all your uh, send us all your shit talking let's hear it <laughs> um especially after you win we hope then you can hopefully um Whatever else you have in mind, also rate us on iTunes thing, whatever it's called now, podcast. I, I don't use it. Use another podcast app. But uh, people do pay attention to those reviews. So if you do that, we will read your review here. Um, and I think that's about it. Follow us at academic, or sorry, ineligible un- underscore pod <laughs> on the Twitters. You got it. All right. Anything else before you break off for the week? Big 10 football's all right. back. All is right with the world. No. Uh, COVID's no, over. We defeated week. it. No. Big Ten's back. No. Uh, we should ask how many games do we think like the Big's going to actually get through? All of them. You think you're going to get? I you think, think that they're going to play. You think you will play eight games this year, this season? Every single team? Ohio State. No. Uh, Ohio State. Yes. Okay. But that. But you're counting on the teams that they play to not have an issue that week. Right. It's no, not necessarily we're, Ohio we're just State. Gonna make, it's the other teams. We're gonna, we'll make them forfeit, and it counts as a game played. Does it? Uh, sure. That is not going to happen. We'll make them bring out their practice squad. Okay. All right. Rutgers already does it every week. I'm, I'm thinking the team with the most games in the Big 12, uh, Big 10, um, will play six, six games. I think six is probably going to be the average yeah. for most people. Yeah, most teams. We'll see, because you, you guys didn't leave in any room there, and you got to wait 21 days between a positive test, mm-hmm. even if it's a false positive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can't you can't mm-hmm. save in your way out of this one. Yeah. Nope. Not unless they change the rules. 
uh, SEC didn't have that rules either until a soccer player from, I forget what school it was, uh, had a false positive and they did their own test for three days and yeah. paid for their I mean, own test. We'll see. We'll see how long that, uh, that rule lasts. Yeah. We'll see how long that lasts. Cause the SEC changed theirs midway once that happened. All right. Tune in next week for another episode of the academically ineligible podcast. Peace. Our intro song is called Tech It. The author is Pipe Choir. The song is available at pipechoir.com. And this is using the Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 International License. Thank you. <laughs>